0: Greetings ladies and gentlemen, good day, it's a wonderful day and the weather looks quite nice, this is Political Nigeria and I'm your host Ibueli Arantza. Today we will be talking about the current situation in Southeast Nigeria. Following the emergence of Azam Muhammad Buhari in 2015, South East has been dodged with the issue of the return of the Biafran question, and this has led to you know a number of issues and crises and events which have now sought to haunt the region. Today we have the trend of unknown gunmen, SN an IPO carrying out activities that, you know, have put the once peaceful region as a near war zone. What should be done to tackle this menace And should such agitations be allowed to continue? Who loses eventually? All this and more we intend to look at as we do an expose on this pressing question sit back relax and enjoy another rendezvous wait while well, it's good anjea all right it's a beautiful day um thank you again for keeping faith with us um so we'll begin the topic now it all began perhaps sometime before the emergence of uh, President Muhammadu Bouhari. They had the uh, formation of the independent um, uh, people of Biafra, you know, agitating for Biafra. And uh, IPOP claimed to be a peaceful organization. And then before we knew it, um, their leader, Mazin Nandikano, you know, was clamped and thrown behind bars. But prior to that period, Nandikano seemed to have um, sensitized um, the people of the region, you know, even though I may not have agreed with the uh, manner in which he went about um, some of his um, speeches, you know. And then before he do, he got bail. But then there was this uh, operation, this military operation, um, Python Dance, that saw Nami Kano kind of fleeing the country. And, you know, the arrests and killings of, you know, um, young Igbo youths, you get. Now Nambi Kanu jumps Bill and then goes on to establish, um, the Eastern Security Network. And prior to this period, he had been issuing sit-at-home orders which were religiously followed. However, he was rearrested again in Kenya and brought back to Nigeria to face trial. Since then, the Southeast has suffered repeatedly. Killings have been going on Um, the, the region seems to be under siege. For example, for the past three days now, in the southeast, the whole area has been on a compulsory lockdown. Children have not been allowed to write exams. Or go to school. Many could not write Jamb, many could not, many I'm sure would miss this coming work, many lost and could not write mathematics because of the siege mentality. Is has come out, you know, to deny that they are behind this set of gruesome attacks. Matter of fact, IPUB has said that they are not a part of these unnecessary sit-at-homes. But again, their leader in their Boeing, Simon Epper, um, from their Boeing, Simon Epper, has come out to say no, that IPUB is behind such sit-at-homes. Now the question is, is it fair for are people who are known to be industrious, who are known to be, you know, businessmen, entrepreneurs, people who are, 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 are quite circumspect when it comes to issues around trading and money. Is it right for them to be subjected to such lockdowns Is it fair for our people to be living in a state of immense dread? Because they do not know where these attacks are coming from. Now if ESN is saying that they are not behind such killings or such attacks, that is ESN which is the security arm of iPod. Then how come these killings are going on? Could we say that these things are done by um, fifth colonists who want to give iPod a bad name? <coughs> but we must not forget that at a point in time, Kanu was heard. Saying that, look, kill every policeman, kill every military man, kill every military woman. And you recall that some time ago, uh, a military couple were killed and beheaded. These are Igbos. Policemen have been shot, soldiers have been attacked. This is the biafra such people want to create. And so let's assume that the ESN is all behind these attacks as they claim. Then who is? And why are these attacks predominantly in Anambra and Imo states? Kano comes or helps from states state. Why is it that Abia state has the least amount of these attacks? Even if there is some sort of reason for the creation of this instant security network was it created to intimidate its own people I mean why should the market woman and the market man in on in a ball in a coca suffer I mean the woman who has children to feed the widow who has bills to pay mouths to feed school fees to cater for is it fair that she now has to go through this ordeal because of the struggle? I have never seen a struggle in my lifetime and in my studies that sought to impose some sort of burden on its own people. I mean what are we going to profit by denying our children the opportunity to go to school, denying our children the opportunity to write their exams, denying our 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 market women and men the opportunity to go to the market and make a living or egg out a living? Is this the price of the struggle? How much must they pay for the struggle? I think those behind, that is, if it is the ESN, because there is a tendency that, you know, um, 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 Mazna and the Kanu and his acolytes do not have control anymore over. These boys, criminals, yes, and all that have may have a eye jacked. Such it is bound to happen. But there is also the issue, uh, the arrangement, that this could come out from fifth columnists who want to give hype a bad name and have decided to carry out or wreck such havoc. So that iPub can have a bad name. It's very possible. But I would blame iPop for allowing itself to be used in such a manner. No struggle, I repeat, no struggle, you know, should take joy or glory in harming your own people. It is the the surest way to self-defeat. I want to believe that something can still be done about this. Because for every day That we fail to allow the market women and the market men and trade to flourish. The Southeast economy loses a huge amount of money. No investor will willingly come into a region that is restive and put his money. We are, to some extent, now chasing away commercial activities from the region. This is what makes us who we are. Remember? I am Igbo. And I have never seen a tribe in Africa as commercially active and astute as the Igbo man not in Africa trading is in our blood business is in our it's is in our is in, in, in our nervous system our apprenticeship system as apprenticeship system, sorry, has even been, it's, it's has been said that, look, people have said that, even our apprentice system it needs to be studied. And so why are we allowing these mistrusts, these never do well, to hijack a struggle that should be intellectually driven? justify the killings of innocent people? (laughs) What do we make out of it? What essence does it give to the Biafran struggle? I may not directly seek for a Biafran state, my opinion. Because I believe that the Igbo man will have it better in a united Nigeria. But that united Nigeria must be free and must be fair in its dealings with every ethnic group that constitutes Nigeria. So, where does this leave us? Let us use this medium to appeal to those who would listen that these tactics, if it be ESN and those on the iPod that are causing it, Let us urge them to refrain, I mean to restrain, sorry, themselves. We cannot have it this bad in the Southeast. It is not to our benefit as a people. More to us, or have we not learned from the mistakes we made in the past? Should we turn the southeast into a war zone? If we do that, where do we go to? Cannot afford to make the mistakes that we made in the past. The Southeast must return or should return to its original part of peace. And even if IPOP wants to agitate for Biafra, which is your right? It is your right. It is a right. The right of self de- self-determination is one of the rights enshrined and agreed upon in the Atlantic Charter. Self-determination. But when self-determination begins to take its own blood when self-determination begins to inspire unhealthy fear amongst the people it seeks to self-determine for when our kids and our parents are not allowed to do, go about their normal business when we have destroyed The little piece that holds the social fabric in the South is together. And that is not self-determination. That is terrorism. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed listening to me. We'll be back again sometime next week with another interesting topic Thank you for listening. And may God bless us all. Thank you.